ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. So my Lord, I might go 
ask you to lift your hands and ask the Lord to make this the beginning of a new season in your life. Ask him to make this the beginning of a new season in your life. Yeah. Lift your hands and pray. Pray. I didn't say pray for me. Pray for yourself. This will be the beginning of a new season in your life. 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 A new season. 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 Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Um, Felix. What verse were you reading when I came here? No. Acts. Did you read a scripture in Acts? Acts to what? 16 and 17. I see. That's exactly the scripture the Holy Spirit gave me five minutes ago. Just before I came in here, I can I'm, I'm very surprised. Maybe I should take these two little numbers 16 and 17. I was very surprised to enter this hall to hear him read those verses. I mean, comment on them. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. And it shall come to pass. I want to acknowledge Bishop Solo and Bishop Rory. God bless you. Reverend Kobe Kwansan, all the way from Mampong, traveled from the eastern region to be with us in Accra. 
these are real men of God. Not this type of Bishop Ogo, Bishop Ogo, Bishop Ogo. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. This is that. It's very heartwarming to find yourself living out a scripture that something happening is scripture being played out before you practically. How beautiful. But this is that which was spoken. What was it? What was it that Peter was referring to as this? They were in the upper room, verse 2, 3, and then the Holy Spirit descended and if you go to verse 3 the appearance was physical you see you could see something like a flame a flame sitting on the heads physically. And the Bible says that it sat upon each one of them. Not the head pastors. But it sat upon each one of them. And then in verse 4, they were all filled all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues, sorry, with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So, I want you to picture fire on their heads And they were speaking in other tongues. Now, the tongues they were speaking were not That is not the tongues they were speaking. Because there is no language on earth that is spoken this way there's none like that you know these guys under the anointing or let me not use that word under the fire of the holy spirit 
began to speak clear languages that they were not known to be speaking. So, you are a gang. I am Ewe. I'm known to be Ewe. I'm known to speak the Ewe language. Then I begin to speak Spanish. Fluent Spanish. Then the gang brother is also speaking fluent Portuguese. Remember, it was not why, why was it not Alababa? Because the next verse says it was a ceremony, it was a, a feast, you know. And so, you know, the Jews had been dispersed, so they had all come. They were Jews, but some came from France, some came from Greece, some came from Egypt. Some came from wherever. Homecoming. Plenty. Be careful. Be very careful. Plenty. So they had all come from different places. So it was a real homecoming. Do you see? And you can see. They were dwelling at Jerusalem. Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. So every nation was represented there. Every nation. So you see, in verse 6, they were surprised. When this was noise abroad, the multitude came together and was confounded. They were very surprised that every man heard them speak in his own language. So it was not that they were speaking Greek. Coherent languages. Languages they had not spoken before. Now, verse 17, verse 16, 16. So when, verse 16, but, so so Peter, as usual, got up to explain what they were seeing. So that's why he said, but this thing you are seeing, people speaking Greek, Portuguese, whatever language, if the, the list is up there, meets patience and so on. This is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. What is it? Verse 17. He said, in, and it shall come to pass in the last days, saith God. I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh, upon all flesh. Say all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions and your old men shall dream dreams. So, Peter was saying that what you are seeing, 
is prophecy that is manifesting. And the prophecy is that young men, sons and daughters, later on, I'll get a chance to talk about young men, old men, but I believe that there is a special group of people God is looking for. Not just old men and young men or old women and young women. The people God is looking for are Sons and daughters. Sons and daughters. We don't need no old men, young men, young women. You may be an old man. Seeing visions. You may be an old man dreaming dreams or a young man seeing visions. We don't need no old men dreaming dreams. We don't need no young men seeing visions. We are tired of old men and young men. It's time to see sons and daughters. And sons and daughters can be old men. Sons and daughters can be... I'm quite surprised that this scripture was being read here, honestly. The people we are looking for now are sons and daughters. If you are an old woman better convert yourself into a daughter. If you are a young man, better convert yourself to a son. Because the people we are looking for now are people who prophesy. It's, it's, it's the season for prophesying. Hallelujah. It's by prophesying that the church will grow. Beautiful. We need people who prophesy. That's why he said sons and daughters. Now that word prophesy it's not mentioning somebody's bank account. It's not. Sometimes to know what something is well, you should know what it is not. Very important. That word prophesy 
is not being able to tell what color of the panties the girl was wearing when she was fornicating. Because I've, be, I've been in all these meetings before. Yeah. I've been in all these meetings before. Yeah. Reverend Obendakun, ICGC. Oh, yes. He will prophesy your panties. This is 80s, not yesterday. Now, that word prophesy is not being able to look at this woman and say, you have a car. And your car number is JN. 4244222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222222
preaching bishop. I'm sure maybe your members know that you play the keyboard. Do they know? Or sometimes you go and play. Okay. Most people do not know that this man is one of the topmost keyboardists in the country. But as he was playing the keyboard, because he is a true son, he was also preaching, teaching, prophesying. I said, if you are a true son, you won't just dance in the church. You will also go and preach somewhere. And it's true. I have lived in this church long enough. To see people who never preached, who never became shepherds, change to become something else. Even people who preached became something else. How much more? You who never preached. Ladies and gentlemen, Brother Felix stole the start from me. But I'm here to announce to you that you have the option to be a son or a stranger. To be a daughter of the house or an outsider. I'm not interested in old men and young men. What are you talking about? Dreaming and visions. Some of them are even due to the carbohydrate content of what you ate. I have no problem. I have, I, I, I have some dreams. If I share with you, you may think I'm lying to you. Spectacular. Colorful. But that's not what we are looking for. The church of God is not built on dreams. We didn't get to where we are today through dreams. We need, first of all, sons and daughters because, you see, we need to go far. We are not, this church is not ending next week. Anybody who feels that he can close down the UD. Must see a psychiatrist. <laughs> he, he himself, he, he's closing himself down. <laughs> the church is marching on militantly and valiantly. And the people we, we expect to see in 30 years' time with us 
Our sons and daughters, not young men or old men. Because sons and daughters are forever. Are forever. So if you are here and you are a young man, we don't need you. If you are here and you are an old man, the ministry we are doing doesn't have any place for you. It's only for sons and daughters. So if you are an old man, you better metamorphose into a son. Because every old man is a son. Somebody give birth to you. Somebody give birth to you. So this meeting today is to announce the democratization of the spirit. Yes. It's called the democratization. We are all involved. Ministry is now no more for elite bishops. Ministry is now, now, from today, ministry in this church is now no more for some specially trained forces. Ministry is now like the cloven tongues of fire. When it settles, it settles on all. 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 And you see that when it fell on them, all, every single one on whom the flame fell spoke a new language. The fancy man spoke Fafra. It's time for you to speak words you have never spoken before. A new message. When you open your mouth, it will be verses of scripture. Yes. When you open your mouth, it will be sentences you have heard from the makane or from the podcast that did not originate from you you see a new tongue is a new way of speaking i said a new way of speaking some of you when you speak your your normal day-to-day language is charlie where the kinky day where the toe day you get pono. You get pono. Yeah. I mean, when I, when I was an unbeliever, that was my, my language. Charlie, that girl, how? You flow them. You clear them. You get some magazines. Charlie, tonight with the Go Palace. That's a normal language. To now we they go palace. Charlie, but you get some dough. I don't get dough. Oh, make we go collect some liver blades. Make we go to my station. Go. Go butter. So he's be there. They will call around 5 p.m. Charlie, the next in how? 
it be, it be. How much you get? Charlie, 4,000 quid. Wow. So, so when, when we go meet, like seven, eight, where, 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 where will they start from? Or we go start from Pelican. Ajay could wait for us there. Then from Pelican, where you go? Because I don't go if you come around eight. I go meet you guys around midnight, one o'clock. Oh, one day, by that time, then, then we day view. We day view. That is the language. But when the Spirit of God fell on me, I wasn't talking about palace and view and ajeku and whatever. I was talking about scriptures. Preaching the Holy Ghost. Preaching about the cross. The blood of Jesus. Give your life to Christ. Let's pray all night. Make you go to church. Tell it, make you do counseling. The new convert, you know how? Tell it, that girl, you follow her map. That boy, where is they? That boy, with a, with a going house. You know, come church last week. You know, come church last two weeks. What did it happen? But make you ask Franklin, why say you know go visit that boy? You see that it's a new language. It's the same English we are speaking of. But the contents. Some of you won't speak Portuguese. Can you please sit down this area? The Tunibi area, we don't stand in the evening. Some of you will not speak Spanish. But the content of your language will change. You will use new words. Say new words. Words you have not used before. Which are still English words. You will use them. Some of you, one day you will start. You've been in church for four years. You have never used the sentence, I feel the anointing. But one of these days, you'll be preaching and something will happen. And you'll say, I feel the anointing. My God. Some of you have been in church for four years, three years, five years. But you have never said, the other day I was in prayer. And I saw an angel sitting by me. But one of these days, when you are preaching, you will say that the other day I was in prayer and I saw an angel sitting by me. Receive new languages. It's called content. Of course, some of you, you will grow and mature to one day speak Spanish. Yeah. I was watching Bishop David Jedu speaking Spanish in Colombia. I mean, he has been in Jamaica. He built the rock cathedral. Beautiful in Jamaica. He has moved on. He's speaking a new tongue. A new what? Tongue. So, so some of you are going to become missionaries. To other countries. Some of you, you just be just Ivory Coast here. You'll be here speaking French. Yeah. So, when we say new tongue, it is either a new vocabulary in the same language or a totally new language. But I'm saying to you that you see, some of you, you have never introduced somebody as, oh, this is my daughter. This is my son in the ministry. But one of these days, you will use such a sentence. 
this is my son preaching. I, 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 I am visiting my son's church. I said, I am visiting my son's church. Some of you have been shepherds for years, but you have never said, I'm visiting some of my basenta services. But one of these days, you are going to tell someone, tell it tonight, I am going to visit one of my basentas under me. That is a new life producing a new language. Receive that new language. So tonight, I want to welcome you to, but I'm just saying to you, tonight marks the beginning. We are now, you know, on Sunday, I am going to ordain some pastors, appoint some pastors. Ordain some reverence. But what they don't know is that the real promotion in ministry is happening tonight. Yes. It is the elevation of the Basenta leader as the main leader in the next phase of the work. Man. Man. That if you are a pastor, you are not a pastor without Basenta leaders. Yes. Today, we are parting ways with certain titles we have used. Center leader, center, center. It doesn't exist anymore in this church. It doesn't exist anymore. It's a new beginning. Before COVID, we had percentages. But because of the the type of services we've had and the devastation we experienced from COVID, by COVID. By the time we came back, <laughs> there was no Basenta leader. So the center became an important thing. But we have been in the church long enough to restart. But unlike before COVID times, when the Basenta leader was part of a center, now the Basenta leader is on his own. He is on his own. And the Basenta is a church. So we will not even use the term Basenta meetings. 
we will call it Basenta Church Service. And the pastor of the Basenta Church Service is the Basenta leader. And the greatness of a GSO will be based on how many of such important people you have under you. How many you have. The same way that somebody with a million dollars is richer than somebody with 10,000 cities. We are going to measure your worth by the number of Basenta leaders you are commandeering in your zone. Before COVID, mommy, we had a center service and a woman of God called the center leader would preach and we'll have about four or five or three or six basentes whose leaders would be seated listening to this woman of God center leader preaching. So the center leader was just a gatherer of souls to make somebody feel great. But today there is nothing like a basenta leader sitting down for some center leader to share word. That's why I said it is now called the democratization of ministry. Every leader preaches, stands up, ministers the word, preaches, explains, uses English language, prays for his members. There's nothing like I am sitting down for you to preach. What are you talking about? The sons who prophesy. So many Basenta leaders who sat in center services always asked themselves, when will my turn come? When? When will it be my turn? When shall I? And it never came until today. Go and build your choir. Go and build your dancing stars. Go and build your preaching ministry. Go and build yourself. Go and go go, go, go and boil yourself. Till you have dawned. We will now see university graduates. As Basenta leaders preaching, we will see SHS graduates as Basenta leaders. We will see JHS graduates as Basenta leaders. 
will see shoe shine boys as basenta leaders. We'll see carpenters. Church mates will be preaching. I said, we are democratizing ministry. Ministry is no longer for some special elite bishops and reverends and pastors and center leaders. So that we who are basanta leaders are like some area boys who gather people for you see you see like like you see this man come take your ipad take your ipad are you a center leader yes it's like he had just come from america can we stand here let them see who go boss and he, he uses this to deceive people. Because if he, what he's wearing is fake. No, it's fake because Hugo Boss is not, he's got Hugo Boos. Instead of B O S S, they've done B O O S. But when you see him coming, you say, oh, it's a man of God, but he's wearing fake t shirts. Now, 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 this is the man. I'm sure you have got your personality this year. Are there some here? Nick is here. Nick, can you? Oh, Nick is your Basanta leader. Nick, please come. Beautiful church. Wow. This is he. He is Nick's pastor. Wallahi. Is there anybody else here? They've not come. Yes. So you preached yesterday. I saw him the last time. He has a center service here. He hasn't paid any rent. He's got an air-conditioned hall. I can see him. These Americans. They were Adidas. New York. Nike. I mean, designer wear. With Hugo Boost. I was here one day. I saw, I think, a motorcycle came first. Or something. It's, it's like a motorcade. And then when he got down... His wife came out first with a handbag. Is your wife here? Yes. Convoy. Because, and, and, and the service had gone on for a while. It's like, his Basenta leaders had gathered the members. So he, yes, a man of God. Yes. Nyaminipa. Nyaminipa. God's man. Yes. So, ah, uh, come was I with you? Or was I, who was it? Was it Zara? We had the, I was with you. Yes, I thought was there. We had the kappa. Did you see us? His wife got down. It's the first lady of the center. Beautiful. Yeah, Nick introduces him to preach. Nick, it's now your turn also to be a man of God. Beautiful. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I am allowing centers to meet. 
Tomorrow we will have center services. But it should be our day. Farewell services. Come with jollof rice, Coca-Cola, Fanta. I mean, there should be, there should be fun. Because after next week, after this week, you will never preach for Nick to be sitting down. So if that center was built with Basenta leaders and you didn't have your own Basenta, Obeshi. <laughs> because next week Nick is going with his members. Faustina is going with her members. Kwame is leaving with his members. First lady is leaving with her members. <laughs> First lady is leaving. You will be left with the chest. So Tomorrow, better start your own outreach and start your own basenta. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you to stand to your feet and clap for the basenta leader. That is the man of the year. Newsweek man of the year. It's the basenta leader. UD man of the year. I said UD man of the year. The Basenta leader. The Basenta leader. Makatapa. Keep clapping. UD man of the year. Keep clapping, baby. From today, when you see a Basenta leader, you have seen a man of God. The man of the hour. The man of the moment. God's chosen vessel. The man who is a son. I said, the UD man of the year is not a bishop. It's not a reverend. The man of the year is the we are going to design new badges for Basenta leaders. Yeah. When you see them, that is one of them. Beautiful. Clap your hands again. Some Makashakatababa Mandala Baba Sunday Kabandala Baba Father bless the Basenta leader Bless them, bless their homes Bless the work of their hands Make them great Anoint them Increase them Enlarge them Bring them to a place of mighty blessings Clap your hands for the Basenta leader
They will preach every week. So tonight, you may please. Let me see the watch also. Which one is this? Uh, the left is the regular mechanical one, and the right is for calls. The, the right is the smartphone, or the, uh, with the with the Bluetooth, and then the left is. designer man yes with booze so if the basenta leader is the man of the decade then it's important for us to know The life of a Basenta leader. The life. The life. Your destiny is formed and founded on a life. You see, it is a life that creates a future. So in Galatians 2.20, Paul talks about his life. He said, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So there is such a thing as the life which I live. How does a Basenta leader live his life? Number one. The Basenta leader must be properly born again. And spiritual. That is the life. Shifting an inch from this. Excludes you. One inch from this. 
anything, even marginally different from this. But center leaders are not area boys who gather area boys. The man of the decade, the, the Basenta leader, is a pastor. It's a pastor. And we are tired of pastors who are not born again. If you are sitting here, I want to announce to you that the work a Basenta leader does can even be done by people who are not born again. Yes. You don't need Christ to gather people onto a bus. You don't even need Christ to be able to open the Bible and read. In my school, the guy who topped BK was a weed smoker. A student. He was high all the time. But he was able to read First Samuel. <laughs> the story of Saul. I think it was last week I was. Was it? Was I, was I here last week? Last week's. Or last Sunday. I was talking about the possibility of being a pastor. Having a large church, but there's no foundation. Was it Sunday? Yes. It's Jesus who said it. That you can have a great basenta and you're not born again. Luke 6.49 He that heareth my word and doeth it not is like unto a man that without a foundation Build a house. So when you see someone building a house, building a basenta, building a church, it doesn't mean the person is spiritual. You don't need spirituality to build a basenta. So some of you are going to be pornographers who are basenta leaders. Unbelievers who are basenta leaders because the, 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 the core responsibility of a basenta leader does not require spirituality. But the danger in building a basenta without a foundation is that you are only waiting for the nearest storm. And we are not here to waste our time. That's why I want you to know that It is your responsibility. Anybody who has raised a trainee shepherd, because we are starting, even the trainee shepherd, our June uh, project has now become an immediate project. Now, here, now. You can fornicate and build a center, a bus center. But the problem with you is that nothing you do will be spiritual. You will have basenta members 
who are not spiritual. Yes. If you are not spiritual, if you are not born again, you can build a basenta, but the, the, the integrity of that basenta will be, will be on spirituality and carnality. Because John chapter 3 verse 6 tells us, who begets what? Who begets what? John 3 verse 6, that which is born of fleshly lifestyles becomes fleshly. We don't want Basenta members who are unbelievers. They will be building a church which is full of unbelievers. Why should you be born again? Why should you be born again? Why, why am I demanding that you should be spiritual? Why? Let's answer it. Why am I demanding that you should be spiritual? Even though we don't need spirituality to build a basenta. We don't need it. But why should you be? Because spirit begets spirit. If we leave you to persist in your sinful ways, you will only produce carnal members. That is why your first life, the first life of a basenta leader is that he or she should be properly born again so that we can have born again members coming from the basenta. It can never be that we'll have Canal leaders giving birth to spiritual. Never. A tree is known by its fruits. So, so that's the first thing. Everybody sitting here, please note it. We want spirituality. 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 Yes. People who read their Bibles, who are surrendered to God. Who is a spiritual person? A spiritual person is essentially summarizing and becoming, I mean, giving you the, 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 the most, the, the simplest summary of a spiritual person is someone whose actions and inactions are based on the word of God. I won't do this because the Bible doesn't allow me. That's all. Why are you doing this? The Bible says I should do it. The Bible tells me so. Beautiful. And before you can talk that way, you should know the Bible. Hello? Yeah. So a spiritual person whose language has within it scripture Bible, the word of God says the word of God doesn't allow me. Must know the word of God, which means that you must be having your quiet time when, and, and which means that you must have a Bible you, you read and you understand. We are not building a church with ragamuffins. 
Get it right. <laughs> My respect for a GSO will drop to the point of exiting you. If I find a basenta leader who is overtly non-Christian. No Bible. Doesn't pray. It's not spiritual. He's sitting in a church service wearing a, a shirt with a picture of uh, 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 Michael Jackson. Offset. Jay-Z. I'm not joking. I'm, I'm, I'm serving you. I'm serving you notice. Although veiled. Be careful. If you are a GSO, this is your season now. Yeah. I, 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 the the basental leaders, I'm not saying that they should have big Bible and be, and, be, and be speaking Greek. <laughs> a little spirituality to take us along. You should be able to gather them and take them through scripture memorization and scripture explanation. You should make sure that your basenta leader who is a JHS graduate is not reading King James. Yes, it's, it's, it reveals who you are as a JSO. Am I saying something profane? Okay. You have a basenta leader who is actively fornicating. I mean, actively just fooling. You like, I, I get his phone, check the music on it, and says unbeliever music. <laughs> Are you a basenta leader? Oh, your house help. Thank you. Are you with me? Yeah. We don't want to have just anybody around just because we need people to work. No, 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 no. If I find you, you the GSO, you are living with that character. Yes. I'm not saying no. Uh, your 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 Barcelona leader should have uh, uh, Macarius Library, should have the Poemano, should have Macanel and uh, 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 hanging on his neck as a chain. No, no, no. Basic. How did your center li- uh, your Barcelona leader get to wear offset T-shirts? How? Forty Ghana. I'm saying that the first life, number one, is truly born again and spiritual. Spiritual. Spiritual, that is, the person likes church. Yes, likes church. Likes church. We, are, we, we, have, we check the role and this basenta leader under you has never darkened the doorway of this service. Now, this service we are having is not a one-off service. Every Tuesday, we are here. 
Oh, you thought it was just today? Is that what you were told? I, I, are you in this church? We serve a sign. His presence. And, and, and what were you told? That's a special service. Try it and see. Number one, we've seen enough. We've seen unbelievers around us masquerading as leaders. We don't want them. We don't want them. And, and the, the, you see, if you are asked why the pastor is against people who are not spiritual, quote this verse that that person will only give birth to its kind. And we are not, the, our church is giving birth to spiritual people. Yeah. We don't want offsets here. Offsets come here on Saturday evening and Sunday morning to receive the word of God to become changed people. This meeting is for leaders and the blind cannot lead the blind an idiot cannot lead unbelievers i have nothing against unspiritual people never you should know me well i have nothing i have them around me That's my work. If I were a doctor, my work is to like sick people. But I will not let somebody of, with obvious tuberculosis to be examining a patient. As you turn here, turn your leg. <coughs> It won't work. So, this place, this no, I'm not having a church service. I'm not having a church service. I'm not having a church service. There's nothing less than six to seven hundred people here. If I pass through town a little, we have a thousand people here. I am not having a church service. Tuesday evening is not a church service. Don't bring unbelievers here. Don't bring unbelievers here. If you are bringing somebody here as a leader working under you, make sure the person is born again. If he's not born again, bring him here on Sunday. I don't make altar calls here. I will never make an altar call here. If you know somebody who is not born again, don't bring him here. We don't make altar calls here. Thank you. 
So those of you who think you can just call anybody and just... Those days, those days, when Basenta leaders were just gatherers of souls and pushers of souls onto buses, you could bring weed smokers. But now, the man of the year is a Basenta leader. He's a preacher, he's a teacher, he's a counselor, he's a leader, he explains scriptures, he encourages people, he handles money. We don't want sick people. We don't want blind people. And I'm serving GSO's notice. We can easily separate. We can easily separate. Don't push me. I like you very much. You have no idea how much I like you. Don't let us part ways. We will part ways. If you think I'm joking, just work with unserious, unspiritual people. I'm seeing sprinklings here, but I take it that you didn't know what I was talking about. Number two. What's point number one? Yes. Properly born again. What a church goer. And what is the reason why the person should be born again and spiritual? Flesh gets flesh. You let me find you. Number two. A basenta leader must learn How to admire honor and be under authority. Help me, Jesus. When we say Emilia is a Basenta leader. We are saying that Emilia admires authority. Honest authority. And knows how to be under authority. <laughs> we don't want Basenta leaders who trivialize authority. Who are not under authority. That says, who don't obey authority. But you see, 
That is why I, I brought it as the last point. To be under. Because, you see, you will never place yourself under an authority you don't admire. Never. I know pastors, appointed pastors and reverends who do not want to be under my authority. And it begins, you see it clearly by their lack of admiration and their lack of honor. So when you see that there's no honor in this person's eyes, you know that this person does not want to see you. There's nobody in my church working with me who will be allowed one orbit near me. If the person does not openly admire me and honor me. No, you have no place. But in my church here, here where God has put me here as a pastor, if you are working with me as a basenta leader, you must admire me. You must honor me. Yes. And you must learn to be under me. Now, I, see, when I say something, I want to give you a reason. Why? Why should you admire me? You must admire me because it is in admiring me that you will be able to admire the one who sent me here. And I've seen it. No, no pastor who dishonors me, honors the, the father. I know them. I can give you a list of names. You fall off your chair. He that seeth me has seen the father. We are here as children of Bishop Dagwood Mills. The Basanta leader of today is going to be the reverend of next five years, next ten years, next seven years. Yes. And we cannot be here as, as rebels. As an independent entity. We are children of a father. Yes. And because I did not come here on my own. And a father sent me here. You owe a responsibility to me. To admire me. You must I might see your eyes twinkling. twinkling. Any indifference I detect will take you out of my presence. He that seeth me, seeth him that sent me. And we must see the one who sent me here. Yeah, but you can't see him. What have I done here? I have only lifted him. I have only promoted him. I have only made him great in your eyes. I have only honored him before you here. And it's your responsibility to honor him. You cannot be a member of this church 
who doesn't honor the father. But I'm saying that, you see, if you dishonor me, you are making him a fool for bringing me here. Because he brought me here. (laughs) Now, why should you learn to be under my authority? Why? Because you will also need to have people under your authority. A Basenta leader is a person under authority. And a person with people under his authority. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5. Look at it. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. Six. Saying, Lord, my servant light at home sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said unto him, I will come home and heal him. I will come home and heal him. I will come home and heal him. Verse 8. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, but speak the word only and my servant shall be healed. Verse 9. Verse 9. For I am a man under authority. (laughs) Having soldiers under me. So, for you as a Basenta leader, to have shepherds under you, to have trainee leaders under you, you must also learn to be under you should not expect anything to be done to you that you are not ready to do to somebody ahead of you. Why should you be under authority? Because a Basenta leader will have to say to somebody, go. Go to church. Go to the bus. Do you expect him to go? If you say to someone, go to church, do you expect the, the, the person will go? So if you expect the person to go, then you must learn to be under my authority. When I also say, go for SAT, will you go? Yes. When I say, go and preach, will you go? I say, go and do outreach, will you go? Uh-huh. So, if you are not able to be under my authority, by the law, that's the common law of order, nobody will be under your authority. Actually, The authority of a Basenta leader is a type of authority called derived authority. (laughs) Say derived. You draw it like my authority. It is derived. When John Wesley was preaching, sometimes you go and people will be throwing stones at him. One day he was preaching somewhere and somebody shouted. With whose authority are you preaching to us? Then John Wesley told him. He said, I was ordained by the Archbishop of, of Canterbury. The man kept quiet. He said, the, the authority I'm using to preach to you has been derived from somewhere. I said, I am under some, someone. That's why I can come here and open the Bible and expect you to listen to me. I am under authority. Any leader who is incapable of being under authority will never have anyone also stay under your authority. And this work requires you to have people under your authority. 
So you see that because you rebelled, your members will rebel. Maybe you don't know where the church is. You don't know where the church is. We are deep in the forest. Can you stand up? Look at the crowd here. Look at the crowd. Can you see the crowd? Tuesday evening. How am I able to get someone, this crowd, together here? Because when I am called for a meeting, I go. And I'm very happy you came. Next time you call for a meeting, they will also come. Yes, so if next week you don't come, remember that you are sounding your death knell. You are doing what? You don't understand it. You didn't, you, you, you've not passed your wasi English. Sunday morning. Churches cannot gather this in the, in, the, in, the, in the forest. That's not, we are not around a dental barrier. You're just passing by and you come up. You must want to come in. Look at the cross. You're not having a convention. How am I able to gather such a crowd to preach to them? How? Because I shout? Did I threaten you? If you don't come, your left testicles will swell. Have you heard me curse somebody? I called and they came because the people, they see me also running to my home, running for meetings, finishing preaching and rushing to my car. Because where are you going? I'm going for a meeting. Was I here last week, Tuesday? I wasn't here. I was, I was in my office at 6.30. 6.30 p.m. About to enter a ride service. I got a call. Bishop wants to meet you. What was it? I called Bishop Kobe. Said, a call has come. The church is so you can sell it, you can do anything with it. <laughs> I entered my car straight to North Kanishi from OEB, and the members knew that I had gone. So when I also called that they should come, because they know that when somebody calls me, I go. When their members are also called, they also go. When I call them, they also come. Look, you cannot be here and have an independent attitude. A Basenta leader is under authority. If I say we are having an all night, smilingly come with your coffee and pray. So that you too, when you call for an all night, somebody will come. If it wasn't for the fact that you will also be calling people, you will need to mind me. If I say, come to, to hell with you. Nonsense. To do what? This is useless preaching. You are, I, mean, I know it's a useless preaching. But you see, you, you, you must come. Because you also have to call somebody. Yeah. And you, you can never expect someone to do for you what you are not ready to do for someone. No law allows it. 
What's point number two? A basenta leader must learn how to admire, admire authority. Authority must be admired. Your eyes must twinkle, twinkle, twinkle. You must learn how to honor authority. Honor, honor. So that you are also honored. And also learn how to what? Be under under authority. Why should you be under authority? Because you will also need to have people under your authority. You will need to tell people go. And when you say go, they must go. Not everybody says go. And they go. Not everybody says come. And they come. If you are not someone who comes when you are told to come, nobody will come when you tell them to come. That is why if I have a meeting and you don't come, I t- not that I'm offended that a bishop like me, I'm having a meeting, you, you don't come. Who am I? I don't. But see, what, why I'll be so disturbed about your absence is that it means that you also cannot gather people and you are here to gather. So if I cannot gather you, you cannot also gather anybody. So I must ensure that you gather when I call you. I say to one, do this. And he doeth it. Have you seen it there? Verse 9. Do. A leader tells people to do. Read your Bible. Pray. Wake up for flow meeting. That's what if you want to tell your members to do something. They just, mm, and they just, they just turn to the left and sleep. Yeah, because your spirit is a, is a rebellious spirit. Yeah, you can even quote John 3.6 for this point also. That if you, are, if you are rebellious, you will give birth to rebellious children. So when I detect your rebellion, I, I see it as an, as an emergency. I, I, I remove you. Yeah, because... because I, I only need people who do what I say they should do. Why? Because they will also need you, a leader. Your work is to tell people to do. Come for Basenta meetings. Bring your Bible. Let's meet on Sunday. The bus is coming. Be on the bus by 8. I mean, you, you, you are constantly giving instructions. So if you cannot constantly take instructions, when it's time for you to constantly give instructions, nobody will mind you. Number three, we are closing. A Basenta leader, number three, must have a heart to constantly learn. <laughs> constantly learning. Whether you are a graduate, non graduate, whatever you are, your main work. Is to constantly learn. Why? Because, 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 because. You originally don't know anything. 
you knew something, you wouldn't be sitting here as a Bassanian leader. Wow. <laughs> you knew something, you'd be sitting here as a Bassanian leader. Originally, you know anything. A leader has to be learning. This treatise, O Theophilus, I write concerning the things that Jesus Christ began both to do and to teach. You see that I'm teaching, but I'm also doing things. If you are wise, you are going to you, you must watch the things I'm doing. In addition to the teachings. Listen to me very carefully. If you don't learn, if you, if you don't switch to learning mode, learning mode, you'll be a useless leader. You are a basenta leader. You don't want to learn. You don't want to learn. Why, why should... All right. Listen, are, are you with me? Yeah. When do we say Francis is a basenta leader? It means that Francis is ready to learn. Say learn. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the big thing about a basenta leader is that he is... He's ready to learn. That is why he would want to come to church. He would want to attend the flow prayer meeting to learn how to even lead a meeting. He would learn to be in church to learn how to build a car. He would learn to do outreach with his leader. To learn how to... A, a leader learns. That's why in a, there are certain realms, leaders are categorized based on the number of books they read a week. It's not this. Philippians 3 verse 9. And be found in him. I said three, four. Four, nine. There's no verse nine. <laughs> oh, they are learning. Those things which ye have both learned and received and had and seen in me do. So, the one who can't receive can do. The one who can't hear can do. The one who cannot learn can do. And a basenta leader must do. And if you don't see, you can't do. So for you to be able to do as a leader, you must be posted to learn, to receive, to hear, and to see. That is 
everything around you must be imbibed. That's why I say, any leader who doesn't admire me in this church, you can't lead because what you will do as a leader is based on what you see, you hear, you receive, and you learn. So, if you are not posted to admire the way I preach, the, 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 my, you must admire my passion, admire my zeal, admire my leadership, admire my drive, admire my energy, admire my, my, my strength. If you don't, you have nothing to do. And many of you don't have anything to do. GSOs don't have anything they are doing because what you do is what you have learned. You have received, you have seen, and you have heard. So that's why you should should watch me when I'm in a service where Bishop is preaching. I'm watching him. I can't even sit back. Just watch me. Admiration. Why? Because it is admiration that opens you up to receive. Whenever you don't admire, you close up. So I look out for people who don't admire me and drive them out of my presence. A bishop called me from a country far away this evening. And he says that he is forming a group to work with. And he's got many pastors under him. But he just felt he should call me to ask me what type of person what type of pastor should he bring into the group he's forming to help him to lead? I, I, it just came out of my mouth as if I was, I was yawning or I was singing. I said, gather not the pastor of the largest church, not the gatherer of the largest crowd, but gather around you those who admire you, who want you, who like you, who want to listen to you. If you have them, you have the biggest team. You have the best team. The best team around the leader is not a a team of skilled people, but those who are ready to listen, to learn, to admire. If I catch you not liking me, I would... Can you highlight the word do? Everything a pastor does. You see, I am I am very um let, let me put it this way. I understand even to the smallest detail, why a lot of my GSOs don't have much to do, much in ministry. Most of them have nothing. A lot of them, the title GSO, is like giving a size 40 dress to somebody who wears size 3. I'm telling you, 
They can't do much. Because what you do, can't you see what I'm doing? Say, can't you see what I'm doing? This is a Tuesday evening in the forest. Look at the crowds that I've got here. Does it not send any message to you? It must tell you something about me. And when you see what I'm doing, it shouldn't be a mystery to you what I am admiring. (laughs) It shouldn't be a mystery to you what I am hearing. Jojo, it shouldn't be a mystery to you what I'm seeing. I must be seeing something with twinkling eyes. Now, I'm saying that always, always, always as a leader, always look at what a person is doing. It is a reflection of his admiration level. It's a reflection of his honor level. It's a reflection of his hearing level. It's a reflection of his seeing level. That which you have both learned, received, heard, and seen. That is what you do. That is why I have something to... Ideas. The ideas I have. The problem I have is time to implement them. I don't like what you do. But you like what you do. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. And you don't know what to do because you're not seeing. You're not hearing. I've had a meeting with you. I don't want to go into the details of the meeting. You've got little boys and girls here. I showed you things I'm doing that you are not doing. Hello? You see it. You are on those pages, but you're not doing them. Why? Because you are not seen with admiration. That seeing they might see. Kata bakata. You can be, many of you, you are looking at me. You can see me. Some of you have even insulted me already. You close a bit and let's go. This type of you are preaching with energy. Every day you are shouting. Me, when I was coming, I knew that you very soon. You, you always start slow in the middle. You start shouting. And look at it. He has already, already begun shouting. Yeah, some of you are that mind. Some of you sitting here are even recording me to send to the, to the, to the, to the people who sent you here as spies. You are not here to admire. Because even in this little church, those who admire me, I can put their data on the left. Find any data and I can, in in my sleep, I I will give you names. Check this person's name. Check this person's name. Check this person's data. I want to check it. They are offline. (laughs) The correlation is linear. It's what? Linear. If you don't understand it, it's up to you. <laughs> Have you asked yourself when in your lifetime you can gather a crowd like this? Please. It's not because I'm a bishop. Oh. It's not because I'm a bishop. It's because 
have been seeing and hearing and receiving and doing things. Ah, but those who know me, those, the Reverend Michaels and Nana Bragos and the Von Kujos, they know me. It's not today I began to gather crowds. It's not today I have knowledge of what to do in ministry. No, 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 no. It's not today. I am made, I always say it humorously that I'm very happy Bishop Dagiwad Mills is a man. If he was a woman, I'd have had marital issues. Yes, I would have had marital issues. I deeply like him. He's deep. His things are just nice. I, I was at a, uh, uh, what's the name? Sunday in the service. It was his birthday, and people were um, celebrating him and so on. I took my phone, and as I was recording, I was looking around. Was anybody recording what was happening there? Nobody. I knew that I was sitting there with a different set of eyes. Hey, no wonder I have what I have. Listen to me. It's not magic. I say it's not magic. The readiness to learn comes from the, the, the depth of admiration. You are a little boy. How old are you, sir? 18 years. Are you a center leader? But center leader. The best thing that ever happened to you. What's your name, sir? Darlington. Are you here? Or OEB? Uh, 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 Adenta. Here. Which service is this? His presence. Darlington. 18-year-old dancing star, Basenta leader. Can I tell you something? Apart from Jesus Christ, the best thing that ever happened to you was to meet me in life. Me. Me. <laughs> I wish I had met me when I was 18 years old. How I wish I had met me. I watch you and I grieve in my spirit. Don't they know what they are looking at? So, so you can't learn. You can't learn. I told my dear, I showed them a page we are all on. You cannot even create that same page in your origin. Because, you see, it comes from something. And somebody in the meeting said, it's a spirit. Maybe if you don't have it, you don't have it. But if it's truly a spirit, it means you can pray for it. A basenta leader is ready to learn. To learn. To learn. Because... It's only what you've learned that you do. Is there? It's only what you've learned that you do. If, you've, if you don't learn, there's nothing to do. If you learn too, you do too. 
If you learn 200, you do 200. The degree to which you do is directly related to degree with which you learn. You learn and you do. But how can you learn when there's no admiration? I'm saying that if you are a bus center leader, boy or girl, you ma- what's your name? Aram, you must like me. Me, 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 you must like me. More than your beloved. It's, it's one of the ways I'm able to tell that evil spirits are in someone. When somebody can meet me and not at mommy, a pastor meets me. So, so I, I know when I see an anointed pastor, I see him by the way he likes me because they know, they know that I am a carrier of a grace. But you can see. If there's anything I will drive you out of here to go home and work on, it will be to go and work on your admiration. Let me work on it. It's deceiving you. It's not Bishop, I love you, I love you. It's useless. We don't, it's just jargons. Daddy, daddy. You admire, and then you learn. There's no admiration. You won't learn. <laughs> you can be with me and just like my jokes. Or just like my secondhand shoes. Or just like the way I hold the microphone. If you admire someone, his words are big time. Big, 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 big. If you are, are you a personal leader? Better admire and be ready to learn. 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 There are things to learn. Learn how I will be sitting in front in a service and get up and go upstairs and go and shout there. Watch me. Watch me. Because the world's great leaders, when they encounter me, they know that they have got substance. (laughs) Those who are really anointed, and real leaders, when they see a leader, they know him. I am learning from somewhere. You too, learn here, here, here. Don't go there. Look, here, this church, eh, people are traveling from all over the world to come and learn here. And you see them. Some of them bring greetings. Some sit at the back. Some appear incognito. But they are here. What's wrong with you? Is it a curse that is upon you? I'm saying that when we see what you do or you are not doing, we can tell that this guy is not learning anything. I can give you at least two denominations in the UD 
they are past the pastors with the largest crowds are followers of me. You know why I'm talking this way? Have you ever heard me talk like this before? Because I thought you were intelligent. No, I thought you, 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 without saying it, you would see it. But obviously, it was not to be. So I must tell you. Yeah. I must tell you. Jesus spoke about himself. He said, the spirit of the Lord. A real leader must talk about the anointing he carries. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon them. Did he say upon them? Upon the king? Upon who? Me! Say, he has anointed me. (laughs) I can tell you. I have no shame telling you. I'm very anointed. That's what I told the guy. Darlington. Yeah. And I mean it. I mean it. The best thing that happened to you on earth was to be born at the the time you were born so you would encounter me in your lifetime before you die. Go home and thank your mother. His mother is here. Is that your son? Or your beloved? Is my your mother? Hey! Go and stand by him. Hey, go and stand by your mother. Go to your mother. Is she your aunt? Is she your mother? Stepmother? Your spiritual mother? Biological mother. Go and stand by here. Let me see. Put your arm around her. What a beloved. Wow. That's your son. Beautiful. Look. Thank her for burning you when she born you. Beautiful. I see. Mother and son. Clap your hands for Jesus. It's very, very nice. Very nice. Same ministry. And if you go to Martha to ask her, why is her son in the ministry here? She will tell you that she learned it from me. Go and ask her. Mommy, let's end this. Why should you learn? Because you only do what you have learned. That's all. So, when you see someone who is not doing much in ministry, what is your conclusion? He has not learned anything. Meaning that he doesn't admire the environment he's in. Those things which ye have both learned and received 
and heard and seen in me. Not just seen. Not just you are learning in the air. Hello? That's what Paul is speaking to the Philippian church. In me. Oh, oh, you didn't see it. Benito Mussolini. You didn't see it. In what? Me. You're not just, you're not just learning in the air. Oh, we are, we are learning something, the atmosphere. There's nothing like in ministry, there's no atmospheric learning. In ministry, you pick somebody and you say, this man, I'll follow him. I'll learn because anointings are not in the air. Anointings are resting on human beings. Find one. Mommy, you must learn to learn in someone, receive in someone, hear in someone, and see. You can't come to tell and say, wow, I admire the cross. This cross, you know where it came from? Don't admire the cross. Admire the one who engineered the cross. Wow, what a beautiful church. Oh, what, uh, this town. I, I admire the air. What is air? How can you admire air? <laughs> admire air. No, I'm saying to you that the reason why nothing much is coming from your end is that you are not a seer of anything in me. A hearer of anything in me. A receiver. If you have received nothing, I'm just speaking God. Look, these words... People are building churches with them. People are planting churches with them. People are getting anointed with them. People are separating themselves from the groups they are in. People are big. I'm so... You you don't impress me. You don't impress me. You don't impress me. Yeah, because... because, No, for many... Most of you here, the preaching I'm preaching is not... Different. You've been with me for many years. I've preached many years. No. What is it you are doing that you can say that you are doing it because of me? What is it you are doing? Most of what you are doing is what you know to do. What you know. What you feel. And some of, of, of I'm, I'm not saying you are an imbecile. I'm not, I'm not saying you are. You know something. You must know something. You are a CEO. You are big, big people. You must know something. I mean, you are not a small man. You must know something to be around. Can you point to anything you are doing in your region that you are doing because you saw me do? Please. Let's get it right. Because there's nothing I have said to you which has changed you. Nothing I've said. You are not an admirer. I've known you for years. How many years? Close to what? Mention how many years? Roughly how many years? More than 10 years. What has it made out of you? What can you say you have become because of my words? Nothing! Where are your friends? You are going to wear Hugo Boos. You might have to add one beer and say Hugo Boos.
have been with me. How many years, sir? How many years? Is that about 10 years? Will it be 10? It's more. I mean, my last significant encounter with you almost turned out into something very, you know, unfortunate. Very nasty, very nasty, unpleasant. 10 years. There's nothing I have said. All my preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching hasn't done much to you. It hasn't done much because you are not really an admirer. You can even love me, but you don't admire me. And that's why you can't do much in the ministry. Because what you do is a direct, is, is, is a direct product of what you have learned. What you have received, what you have heard, what you have seen in me. So if you are here, and, and for you to do these four things, you must be an admirer. Even the next thing I feel like doing is just to end the service. Because whether I preach or I don't preach, it's the same. Oh, the same, the same thing. It's a new dawn. I pray so. But you see, I'll tell you that I'm preaching this so that the new leaders will hear something that will help them to be better leaders. And I hope they are also not sick of your sickness. Oh, but, mommy, don't, don't get me wrong, go. I'm not depressed. As for the things that exist to make me feel great and anointed, they are all over the place. Not here, though. They are everywhere except here. They are where? Everywhere in Africa. I, I, told, I told you, I just got a call. Somebody called me. He's forming a group. He wants my opinion. What was the last time you called me to get my opinion about the step you want to take? <laughs> but let us say it and close and go. Your life as a Basente leader must be to learn so that you can have something small to do. And if you feel that there's not much to learn here, this is the bishop of the Pediasi church. That, that is, he has a church. You can visit there and have something. But as you are going, remember you are a fool because the person you are going to has already come to me. <laughs> so if you can't find anything in me, it means you have an evil spirit. Because where, I, I remember one brother, he left me. He left this church and went to another church. <laughs> Only to discover that the pastor of the church he's in is a follower of me. <laughs> but, but it was late, he couldn't come back. <laughs> in case you feel like going to Adenta because you can't get much here, he's here. The embodiment of Adenta is here. But when you get to Amrahia, know that you are a fool. 
Because the man you are going to adenter is coming here to me to drink from my big breast. So, better arrange yourself and understand that the problem is not what you are not learning. It's something in you which prevents you from admiring, learning, receiving, hearing, and seeing. Number four, glory. Number four, learn to preach. The first one is just learn. Learn. And no one should forget 4.9, Philippians 4.9. It's an anchor scripture. Beautiful scripture. In me, do. But number four is learn to preach. Basanta leaders, why should you learn to preach? Darlington, why should you learn to preach? You must learn to preach because preaching is now your work. You know, those days we're just gathering people for Joseph uh, Banisa. But now you are also your own leader. And the first work of a Basanta leader. Is to pray. The second work is to preach. It's called the ministry of the word. Pray and preach. So maybe that second point should be learn to pray and preach. Learn to pray and preach. If you are a Basenta leader, you are a preacher. Has he slept? Very good. Beautiful. Learn to do what? Preach. Uh, pray and preach. That's your work. But that one, you will learn it. You will learn it. Learn to pray. Learn to pray by following all the instructions I'll give you about prayer. And instructions I've already given to you about, pray, about prayer. You will learn to pray when you have learned it. In me, you learnt it from me. From today, I should be very important to you. Otherwise, you will not do well. You can't bypass me and go anywhere. You are stuck. Learn to pray. I didn't say learn to have a master's degree. I didn't say learn to do a PhD. The preachers, those who preach well, are those who have learned to preach from someone. In Acts 4, 
a man was healed. And a lot of things were going on. Then Peter stood up and began to give the reason. Why the man had been healed. And what was happening. But the Bible says that. When they saw. The boldness. You see the way Peter preached. Verse 13. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John. And they knew that they were. Unlearned and ignorant. Let me tell you something. You don't need to be a graduate to preach well. And listen, you must preach well because your work as a basenta leader is to preach from today. Next, tomorrow and Thursday is our day. We are all meeting in our centers to celebrate Last Supper. (laughs) But next week, you'll be standing alone. Now, when you stand alone, what you will say. <laughs> will depend on. How you've learned how to preach. How to take a verse. And break it down. How there's a topic. And how to even introduce the topic. How to announce the topic. I came to preach about the Basenta leader. But I began from the democratization of ministry. Sons and daughters. If you don't admire me, you won't even know what you are watching. So there are people in foreign countries... Who give me one day I received dollars like this? I didn't even know where to put it. I'm not joking. When it was handed to me like this, so, ah, why? <laughs> I've come to spend one week with you. What is this? He said, Eat it. Appreciation. Basenta leader, learn to preach. You don't need to be a graduate. Peter and John were unlearned. You have even got class five. Peter had no education. Ignorant men. But they knew that they had been with somebody they admired and had caught something from. It's not the school. It's your ability to learn. Your ability to receive. I'm saying from today. Listen to me carefully. If you want to preach. Go back. To the Poimano. Have it. Go to the Makane. Listen. That's why he said. 
head. Among the four things in Philippians 4 9, there's another, there's one of the words is head here. And also see. As you are sitting here, you are watching me. See here. They knew that they had been with somebody else because see, on their oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. On their own, they knew that Peter and John were incapable of producing that level of exegesis. They knew there was no way Peter on his own could speak that way. So the only explanation was that they had been with someone. Have you not been with someone? Why can't you learn? Why can't you learn? They marveled. When, you, when they hear you preaching, they must marvel. They must marvel that a JHS graduate, an SHS graduate, somebody who has never been heard to preach, is speaking with such clarity. I pray that one of these days, somebody will send you a text and say to you that, Wow! I was shocked when I heard you preach. You look different when you are not preaching. What an anointing you are carrying. Receive this testimony before you die. They knew. Number five. Basenta leader should study the books. When I say the books, not books, the books. I mean the Macarius. Watch videos and listen to messages on the subject you are going to preach. I'll take it again. Read the books on the subject you are going to preach. Watch videos on the subject you are going to preach. Listen to messages on the subject you are going to preach. When you are going to preach about something, try to find at least one video that somebody has preached about the subject. And that is why we have Doug Heward Mills Videos dot org. Doug Heward Mills Videos. There are videos there on almost every subject. Go to the podcast. You will find a message. Now, from now on, you know, those days when we, we were also immature, we would prepare um, outlines. We prepare outline. Week one, start with this. Sing a song. Uh, sit down. Lift your hands. Give an offering. And number four, the verse scriptures, Matthew 4, 18, and Ezekiel 2, 2. And uh, uh, just write some... some Something small, some narrative and questions. Why do you think Job fell ill? Number three, why, what do you think was wrong with Job's wife? Number four, Job's children appeared again. How many were they? Those things is just rubbish. We will give you the book. You two, go and fat to your members. We'll give you the books. democratization. Now, everybody's a preacher. Yeah. We'll show you. <laughs> Did I say we'll give you the book? Forgive me for 
will tell you the book. <laughs> Find the book. We'll tell you the book and the chapter. And that this week it is point two and three. You can sing it. You can dance it. You can fart it. You can preach it. You can minister it with power. It's all up to you. It's all up to you. It's all up to you. I'm saying that your life, eh? Your life. This is the life. Your life should be that. When there is something to preach, find a video or two. Find a message. Find a video. Find a message. Find a book or some books and read. Spoon feeding is over. If you will not raise your basenta members on good spiritual food, that's your problem. That's your problem. That's your problem. But remember, one day will come where we will look at your fruits and determine what type of tree you are. And the Bible says the the axe is laid at the root of the tree. How can you preach when you've not received it from someone? Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 2. The things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same, the same. Commit thou to faithful men. So you, you forget about the rest, whatever the, the other English is. But what you commit to people must be something you've heard from somewhere. Try and develop this habit of always hearing and preaching. Try. I know you have your revelation. I know you also have a, have a brain. But remember that it's the things you've heard that you speak. So try and hear. This is one of the reasons why we soak messages. A basenta leader must listen to messages. Why? Because the things you preach to people ought to be things you've heard. We thank God for your revelations. But just try. You will discover that your revelations are beautiful. But when you hear somebody's perspective, it enriches you. You will see that suddenly, you, if, if you were an arrow and your original speed was 50 miles per hour, just by hearing another person's perspective to enrich yours, you shoot at 200 miles per hour. 200 miles. And, and I see you shooting forward. Develop the habit of listening, the habit of reading, the habit of watching. Say listening, listening. reading, reading, and watching. Any Basenta leader here who doesn't develop the habits from today of hearing, watching, and reading will not go far. You won't go far. You won't do well. And for me, look, I am educated. The, the last time I was checking 
How many years I've spent in the university? I got 16 years. Not teaching. I've been a lecturer before. Not teaching. Years I've spent studying in the university as a student in the university. 16 years I got. Because I, I have two separate professions. Unrelated. Well, now it's unrelated. But those days, Isaac Newton and co, those people had them. Theology and science. They were together. I've spent 16 years in the university. And see what the ministry has made me. And you, you've not even done SHS. You don't want to do the ministry well. Even me. The ministry has changed my life. Even me. How many years have you spent in the university? Six. Five. How many years? Jesus. You say what? G-H-S. Oh, JHS. I thought you said Jesus. JHS. Not SHS. He's waiting for his results. I have followed preaching and teaching to stand in front of you here. Now, what you are seeing is not the product of 16 years in the university. I'm saying that even a person as highly educated as I am is voraciously studying, watching, listening to be a good preacher. And you... A Basenta leader. Look, today, today, tell yourself that you will not preach any message until you've heard Bishop Dagwood Mills preach about it. Bishop Ogo preach about it. Bishop Eddie has preached about it. Bishop Sam has preached about it. Or it is in a poemano or some video. Try! Try. Don't just take a book and go and fat. Number six. Learn how to care for your sheep. Learn how to care for your sheep. Listen. Sheep must be cared for. Hello? Yeah. Your members, your five members, trainee shepherds who are going to start percentages, your three members, your two members, let me tell you, you must care for them. They are not just there for you to bass. Yes. If you care for them, your bassing will be an exciting experience. If you do, you see, a church, 1 Timothy 3, 5. Let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something as we close. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 5. You see, 
He says, for if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church? Now, let's forget about the first part. Paul is making a point. But, you see, the second part says to you, you see, the message in the second part is that a church is something you care for. Yes. A church is like, like food is something you eat. Food is not something you use as mortar to build the house. Food is not something you use as manure. Food is something you eat. Uh-huh. Every, a chair is something you sit on. You don't preach with a chair. You don't hold a chair to preach in it. A microphone is used to preach. A church exists to be cared for. So if you have a church of five members, you must ask yourself, do you know how to care for a church? It's like a man who marries an unfortunate woman. Maybe an accursed woman. It's possible she is cursed. Because she marries a man who doesn't know how to care for a woman. Because a woman must be cared for. I mean, when you see a woman, you are looking at something that needs care. It's tender. So when you marry a woman and she's rather the one caring for you, it, it means the woman's essence, she has been robbed of her essence. A woman must be cared for. I don't know how to say it. Not this man. Not this human being. But this human being. She must be cared for. So even when Christ, when Paul was was comparing the church to Christ's bride, he said Christ gave himself. He cared for the church and gave himself for the church. He died. I mean, a woman is somebody a man must die for. So when you marry a man and you are rather dying for the man, then something unfortunate has happened to your destiny. Every woman. I mean, that is, oh yes, she will cook for you, she will care for you, and so, but even, even, the degree to which she will care for you will depend on the degree to which you have lavished her. Except she's a witch. Forget about women. Jojo, your wife. Uh, I said. <laughs> your sheep. Are you married? Okay. Your sheep. Like this is your sheep. This is your sheep. Like all you have in this world. I say, young, how old are you? 30. 30. 
13, not 30. One, three, or three, zero? One, three. Okay. So these are your two members. I'm telling you that when you see them, look at them. They are people you must care for. So you must learn as a Basente leader how to care. They don't, they are not there to buy iPads for you. They are not there to carry water for you to bath. They are in your life for you to care for them. So you must learn. Learn it. So maybe next week, I'm going to go back to the Good Shepherd teachings I began some time ago and teach you how to be a Good Shepherd. Because if you don't know how to care for people, you will not be a Good Shepherd. The members of your basenta, the members of your church, like if these are my members, they exist for me to care for them. They are not there to clap for me. They are not there to weed my farm. My, 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 my spiritual responsibility towards these people is to do what? Okay. Care. So a pastor, a leader, Jojo, a leader like you must learn. Learn it. Learn it. By watching your pastor. By reading a book. By studying the word of God. Especially the art of shepherding. Go and look for it and bring it. Every basenta leader must watch videos. I have had art of shepherding conference for some years. They must be somewhere. Find them and listen to the messages. Yes. This book. Have it. I'm I'm not saying I'm giving you this one, but find one and read it and study it. The art of what? Shepherding. Otherwise, you won't be a good leader. You won't be a good leader. Nobody will be around you. I am believing you. How many years have you been with me? 24 years. She came into my church 24 years ago. She's my driver. She's my driver. Can you keep a member for 24 years? This type of member. You see, even the active type of member. I mean, there are some normal, normal girls. You can keep them for 24 years, 30 years. But this one is a lion. But you must know how to keep such a person and even make her your driver. And she's like a, a lion who sees fish and doesn't eat it. Tamed. It's called the art of shepherding. Oh, I pray for you that your members will remain with you till you die. Haba. I said, may your members carry your coffin one day. 
may your members weep one day when you die may you not die with with some three-year-old sheep learn how to keep people with you for 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 a lifetime it's an art say either you have it And from now on, we will see. Some of you, you only get members. You get members only to lose them. Because you don't know how to care. So you do outreaches. You get the members. But you lose them. Even a pastor of a church must must have systems, develop systems to care for new converts. Yes. Because you can have the people and lose them. And lose them. And when you lose them, all that will happen to you is that your basenta will never grow. Every day, five. Five, four, five, five, six, five, four, three, five, five, three, four, six, five, 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 five. But when you care for people, They stay. And I'm not saying that make cupcakes for them. Make what? How many people can make cupcakes? How many, even how many women here know how to make cupcakes? When we say care, we don't say buy watch it for them. There's a care you give to somebody that is spiritual. You pray for them. You visit them. You encourage them. You show them you care. It doesn't say so about money and airtime. There's a certain level of care. When you give to the person, it's more. Jesus Christ sent his disciples to go and buy meat. John 4. When they came back, he was counseling a woman. He said, sir, the meat is ready. He said, take it away. Take it away. He said, I have meat. That you don't know of. Look. What a man needs. What a soul needs. It's not a time. It's not cupcakes. It's a certain spiritual care. I said a certain what? Spiritual care. That you need to be spiritual to know how to give that care. And you need to have learned it. Learn it. Learn it. Learn it. Learn it. What's the point? What's point number six? What's the point? What's point number six? Learn how to care for your sheep. Basenta work is not bassing people. Basenta work is not pushing people into, into trucks. Basenta work is caring, loving, visiting, and, and, and ensuring that a person's spiritual life has received some attention. When I pray that young men today will learn, learn it. You see, it's learning. How do you learn how to care? By reading, by listening, by watching. From today, may your, may your, may your, may your motto be reading, watching, listening. Reading, watching, listening. Reading, watching, listening. Reading, watching, listening. And especially doing that 
in the person who God has sent to you. It will change your life. Number seven, and we end. Yes, you can sit down. The life of a Basenta leader. A Basenta leader raises helpers and assistants who care for the same members so that the burden is not on him alone. A Basenta leader raises helpers and assistants. Who care for the same members so that the burden is not on him or her alone. Leading people is burdensome. A Basenta leader, look, is it Samantha? Stephanie, raise leaders to help you. Raise leaders to help you. If you don't raise leaders to help you, you will speak like this man. Look at Numbers 11 verse 14. Numbers 11 verse 14. Before we read, have you written the point down? Please read it. Mommy, read it. A Basenta leader raises helpers and assistants who care for the same members so that the burden is not on him or her alone. Yes. If you don't raise helpers and you want to go and do, because we said, oh, it's six members, eight members. No, 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 no. In this church, a Basenta leader can grow your members from five to 500. It's yours. Yes. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. I am convinced that there are a few people who will never be happy with having six members as their life's work. Most people like six, seven, three, five, eight. That's fine. But some people are anointed for mega church work. Yes. And your basenta is yours. You can build it till you are eight and nine and leave it out till you are 80 years, nine members. But when I see people who have a desire to grow things, I will allow you to grow it. No limit. I will never put a limit on you. I won't. Oh, of course, I may come and take one person from your center, let him go and start something. But I mean, I'm saying, please listen to me. I am aware that there are some people, at least some 1%, I said 1% or 2% of society who cannot sit idly by seven people as their lives work. Most of you here, over 90% of you here, as Basenta leaders, will be very happy with 12. Go ahead. Why do you think most people are poor and few are rich? But if I find that this girl is increasing, is building, I will let you build. I will let you build. I will let you build. Because not everybody wants to sit by seven people or eight people. I'm saying to you that as a, in this church, Basentes can be 100 members. If you, are, you are free to fly. I said you are free to fly. Normally, Basenta. 12 members. 
12. Normal, 10. Basenta, 8. 9. 12. Evan, Phil. But I've not been appointed into, to this church to sit on the anointings some individuals carry. Once I detect that you, are a me- you, 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 you have the anointing to build things, I'll let you build it because what you build is for you. It's for you. It's for you. I will never let you join those who want to, I mean like the 99% who want to have 11 members, uh, uh, 10 members. They should be there. But if you want to build, build it. And I'm saying that even those of you with eight members and seven members, to care for them well, you must raise helpers. Otherwise, you, you speak this way. He said, look at it. He said, I am not able to bear all these people alone because it is too heavy for me. Verse 15. And if that deal does with me, kill me. Yes. Kill me. I pray thee out of hand. If I have found favor in thy sight and let me not see my wretchedness. 16. And the Lord said to Moses, gather unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel, whom thou knowest to be elders of the people and officers over them, and bring them to the tabernacle of the congregation that they may stand there with thee. Verse 17. And I will come down and talk with thee and I will take of the spirit which is upon thee and will put it upon them and they shall bear the burden of the people with thee that thou bear it not thyself alone. Notice that when God comes down, the first thing he does is not to take the spirit upon Moses and share. The first thing he does is to talk to the leader. So those who are interested in what the person is saying, are those who end up receiving the portions of graces they carry. It ends up with the words. You can be around an an anointed leader and not catch any spirit because when God comes down, somehow he says something to the leader. You must be interested in what God is saying to the leader. I will talk with thee before I take your spirit and share. I pray that from today, you will not joke with my words. You want an anointing? You want a grace? You want to be around? I said, you want to be around? I said, I pray that from today, you will not play with my words. I pray that from today, when I speak, the words I speak will be important. The, the carrier of the grace a man of God carries is his words. His words. His words. His words. So he said, gather 70. I pray that no one here, no Basenta leader here, will work alone. I pray that the wisdom you will catch fast from this work is the wisdom of always raising people to help you. Because you are great to the degree that you have help. No help, no greatness. Little help, little greatness. A lot of help, a lot of greatness. Are you surprised I'm pastoring a big church? Look at the crowd gathered as my leaders of the church. It means even the church I'm pastoring is small. And you watch. Number eight. 
Make friends with your team of helpers. Make what? Make friends. The people who help you must be your friends. It's one of the key, key, key wisdom, anchor wisdom for leadership. John 15, 15. I henceforth call you not servants, but friends. John 15, 15. I call you not servants, but I have called you friends. If you ever get somebody helping you as a trainee, as a, anybody helping you should be your friend. Eat with the person. Chat with the person. Flow with the person. Do not treat helpers in the ministry as strangers. Don't relate with your helpers once a week. Don't relate with people helping for you, uh, helping you once a month. Make your helpers your friends. Number nine. Respect data. A basenta leader respects data. A basenta leader respects what? Data and accountability. Accountability. Matthew 25 verse 19. I don't know if they have the, if they have the living Bible. Matthew 25 verse 19. Do you have the living Bible? It says, after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh, King James, and reckoneth with them. The living Bible says, after a long time, their master returned from his trip and called them to him to account for his money. Don't like work which has no accountability. It's too African. Don't like it. But center leaders, you are going to be giving Google Forms to fail. Respect it as an important thing. Jesus told the story. A man gave his servants talent and there is, there is always a time you must account for what you are doing. There's always a time. That is why in the Bible there's even a book called Numbers. There's a book called Numbers. Accountability. Everything was counted. In your meetings you must count offerings. Last week A Basenta service leader called me from First Love. She was crying. Very disturbed that she had the service and her offerings that she took amounted to 80 Ghana cities. said, if you were near me, I would have slapped you. You have, you have just called me to insult me. 
Because the church I pastor. Because I am not respected, admired, and honored. Yes. She said her friends are getting 120, 150. Basenta said she had 15 members. 15 members. 80 Ghana. And I told her that talk to your members to pay tithes also. She said, really? Yes. So I got to notice just offerings. 15 people. The offering was 80 cities. And she said, no. She's not happy. Something is happening. Every day when she's alone, she has services. 100 Ghana, 90 Ghana, 110, 80, 70, 90, 100, 110. Why? Is she under a curse? If you're under a curse, then, 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 then my church, dear. I, I don't know. I don't know. The, 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 I don't know what word to use. Yeah. But those people, their bishops are blessed. Yeah. It says, blessed is the womb. Not, the womb, the mother who gave birth to you. You can live a life. That will let people bless your mother. That's why I said their bishops are blessed. Eighty cities. She feels there's a curse on her life. Basen. I, I, I'm telling you that there were 15 people in attendance. One five. There's no accountability. When I'm, when I'm standing here and I'm raising, taking offerings, I think of Bishop Dagwood Mills. I want to do something to honor him. When I'm raising money for something, I think of him. I think of him. Because I want to honor him. I want to honor him. But you, when you're having your business meeting, you don't think of me. I'm the last person on your mind. I mean, there's nothing, not even one sinew in you wants to please me. But I hope that in this era, Stand to your feet. Please, don't clap. Show the clap in your work. Number one. I didn't say all nine. Number one. Number one is what? Number two. 
admire, honor, and be under authority. Number three. They had to constantly learn. Beautiful. Number four. Pray and preach. Number five. Beautiful. What you are going to preach. Try and listen to another perspective. It will enrich your message. Number six. How to care for the sheep. Number seven. Number seven again. One goal. Beautiful. Number eight. Yes, he must make friends with his team of helpers. Team of helpers. Number nine. Respect data and accountability. You'll be filling forms. You'll ask you how much offerings you took, how many came, the message you preached, and so on. And your members who were not in the meeting, you will check the role. A Basenta leader. If you don't have a smartphone, go and find a smartphone. And finally, number 10, a basenta leader must grow his or her basenta through constant outreaches, regular outreaches, through regular, not constant, through regular outreaches. I want to inform you again. In this church, a regular basenta has 12 members, 10 members. But if I find that you have an anointing to make things big, I will not kill it. Democratization. Lift your two hands and pray as we close. Just pray. Just pray. Just pray. Stalaka. Stasi Susa. Samyandeka. Haliaka. Haliaka. Dulama. Dima. Zinia. Kotamia. Stikatala. Standele Mama Zakaria Kamula Tikaliba. Father, we thank you. We pray that our ministries will grow to become great. To become great. Anoint our work as leaders. Make us strong. Make us great. We thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Amen.